Welcome back to this week's Songs to Chew podcast. I'm Peter Alsop, and today's song is from one of my favorite albums, Uniforms. It astounds me how a simple, bounce-along song can open so many doors that lead to deep discussions of how we live and the daily decisions we make to get through this wingding, marvelously complicated life of ours. So, you ready? Good. Let's listen to the title cut from my album of the same name, Uniforms. I love my job, I love my boss I love my paycheck too, of course Most of all, I love to wear Those clothes that make me warm Well, I fit in with everyone When I'm in my uniform Uniform, uniform Well, the wonderful, wonderful clothes When I get up in the morning Jogging suit with stripes Or toe shoes that don't quite fit A cowboy hat and apron Five faded cap of keys Well, I know all about you, yes Uniform, uniform, no, no decisions to make. Uh-uh, we're in a 
was Miriam Cutler wailing on her clarinet for us, me on the spoons and guitar again, Peter Spellman on bass, Tim Boatman on drums, Michelle Browerman on piano, and a raft of friends singing background vocals, including Rick Kuna and Shelby Flint. Uniforms, costumes. Most of us pick what we wear every day. Some of us do it to stand out. Some of us do it to blend in. But we all do it. I have a friend, Luke Barber, who loves to provoke philosophical discussions. Makes sense. He's a philosopher. And, as I say that word, to describe Luke, I'm reminded that if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I'm not really a big fan of labels. Using a noun to describe just about anything or anyone may be a shortcut in our communications, but it also puts immediate terrible limits on what or whom we're talking about. So let me rephrase that then, with verbs. Luke, Barbara, and I both love to think about and talk about the larger stories we embrace, individually and collectively, that inform and tailor the world in which we live. One of the things he used to do regularly was to wear two different color socks every day to work at Richland College in Dallas, Texas. When someone at work noticed it and pointed it out to him, he'd tell them the story that because he left for work before his wife did, and since he didn't want to wake her or the baby, he'd dress himself in the dark closet every morning and just grab whatever socks his hands could find. And then a discussion might ensue between Luke and his questioner, about why so many people around the world were concerned with having their socks match one another. One would think that there are so many other, much more important things to be concerned with. And I agree with that. But I also completely support Luke and his desire to engage others in looking at what in the world are we actually doing here and why are we doing this. In the same way that investigating the ideas in a simple song can reveal hidden corridors and hallways that lead us to other large rooms, I believe that looking closely at the smallest things we do with a mind to understand how those behaviors, those verbs about what we do and how we do it, can provide us with rich understandings that can help us live more balanced lives. I'm sure Luke really did dress in a dark closet, and he really didn't care much about whether his socks matched each other or not. But one of the hallways I go down is to sometimes wonder if he ever had his coffee, and then as he tiptoed quietly out the door, and the morning sun came up and lit up his ankle attire. I wonder if he ever noticed that accidentally he had chosen two matching socks. Do you think maybe he went back to the closet to get another sock that didn't match? I don't know, but by wondering about the verbs that describe that human labeled as Luke and philosopher and friend, my experience of him becomes much deeper, complex, and rich. And it helps me ask some of those same questions about myself. What uniforms do I put on in the morning? I went to military school, and we all wore the same color black socks, part of the uniform of the day that was listed on a chalkboard in the dormitory hallways early each morning. We were trained to fold and roll them in pairs when they came back from the laundry. Matching them was no problem. But when I got out of military school, I went out and bought lots of colorful socks. No more black socks for me. And yet, I still roll and stuff the two matching socks together so I don't have to waste time pawing around in my sock drawer for a lost mate in the morning. Sometimes I wear two different color Crocs from my Croc shoe library, probably to be like Luke. And when someone says, hey, Peter, your shoes don't match, I always look down and act surprised. <gasps> what do you mean they don't match? I have another pair just like these at home. Of course, I usually get a smile. Like Luke, I cherish the opportunity to encourage folks to question the stories we live by, particularly if the stories are handed down from one generation to the next without much thought about where those stories came from. And more importantly, what purpose do those stories serve the predominant culture so that they continue to be passed on down through the generations? 
How do these stories support and define the culture around us? The reason I wanted to chew on these ideas with this song is that I think our clothing is much like the nouns and labels we use to sum up a person. Levi's are a beach tan or a polyester knit, jogging suit with stripes, or toe shoes that don't quite fit, a cowboy hat, an apron, a Phi Beta Kappa key? Well, then I know all about you, yes, and you know me. We're in our uniforms, wonderful, wonderful clothes. Like nouns, the costume or uniform we choose to wear, or are forced to wear because of our circumstances, sends an instant message to others so they can easily assess who we appear to be. And we make those same decisions about them, so we can quickly decide whether we should approach or avoid them. I think it's been a part of the way our male brains have learned to work. It has put us into a predominantly binary mode, because for thousands and thousands of years, men have been the traditional watchmen for the tribe. Is that a friend or a foe? Do we fight or take flight? Will we win or lose? Is that dangerous or safe? All very important and relevant information to collect to help us all survive. Some of us drastically change our costumes from day to day. Like verbs, those behaviors may speak to the full range and diversity of our individual humanity. But because we can only wear one set of clothing at a time, our uniform, like a noun or a label, still sets us up to be quickly minimized and often dismissed by others. Our uniform in our situation in that day labels us. She's a Black Lives Matter agitator. He's incognito homeland security. He's an anarchist. She's a district attorney. He's a reporter. She's a homeless street person. I think we can use words and labels, but along with doing that, it seems important that we also pay attention to the limitations those labels bring to the complexity and beauty of the people who are labeled. The same goes for their uniforms and ours. Seeing the world in more simple ways doesn't always make it better. Thanks for stopping by. Check out my site at peteralsop.com or find me on Facebook at We Like Peter Alsop. You can also help support the music, this podcast, and my other artistic endeavors at patreon.com slash peteralsop. I'll see you next week with another song to chew.